Welcome to Stories from the Field. This podcast is meant to celebrate and educate on what God is doing in the nations. Because sometimes the nations can feel like a far out distant idea, and we're here to share that they're real. Maybe these stories inspire you to become an overseas missionary yourself, or maybe they inspire you to share with your neighbor across the street. God isn't looking for those with all the talent and accolades, but for the humble and the willing. He'll take care of the rest. So from the powerful to the funny, inspiring to the awkward, these are stories from a day at the office from fellow missionaries. Thanks for listening. Today on the show, we have the one and only DJ DeMarco. And by DeMarco, that is an Italian last name. He is 50% Italian. So that's always good to point out. Um, DJ, could you give us, you know, like how long you've been on staff, your role with Overland? Um, Have you had any children in the last year? Um, And any other fun facts you feel like including? Cool. Yeah. So again, DJ DeMarco, proudly repping my... 50% 50% Italianness. Um, but yeah, so I've been on staff full time since uh, July 2020 is when we got fully funded. Me and my wife, um, I'm married. Um, also got married to my wife last year in June 20th, 2020. Um, That's good. You so, that That's good. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've been married a, a year and a couple months, and we also just had our first child um, on July 17th, 2021. Um, so there's been a lot happening this past year. We did AMT, Advanced Missions Training, back in 2018 in August. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. I'm an expedition leader. I'm in the expeditions department, uh, me and my wife, and looking at leading trips next year in Zambia. Um yeah, I think that's all the pertinent information. Yeah, that's, that's the good stuff. Yeah. You, okay, just one last fun question. Um, what are your thoughts on like marinara sauce? Do you know what you're doing when you're cooking it? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't personally. I love to consume it. <laughs> and I can taste and appreciate quality. Um, you can discern you know. between store-bought and homemade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I that's really that. what you know discerning of the spirits i i you know <laughs> i have that gift when it comes to italian sauce uh. okay um so dj i told you you know we're looking for a story from the field you know and kind of give you freer range with that and i know you've been stewing over it um but i'd like to hand you the mic and Share with us what's what's been a testimony that's been impactful in your ministry. Yeah, I would say so. The one I'm going to share is actually one that we were in AMT. It was the first time that I actually had been in the bush in Zambia, and um, we were in Samadachella and okay. Zambia on our first expedition during AMT. And it was the second day there. We had just finished a a big like uh, soccer football game. You know, we gave, preached the gospel, gave a salvation um, call. Um, and so there was this guy that came to me for prayer for salvation. His name was Claudius and got to walk him through what it meant. And he 
you know, received um, the Lord that day and got saved. And but he also had some night terrors. Um, he had a lot of stomach um, pain and that kind of stuff. So he also was asking for healing. And so I got to pray over him, pray over Claudius, and um, yeah, he got he got healed on the spot. He no longer. He also had a headache. No stomach yeah. issues. No headaches. Um, you know. Obviously, the night terrors we couldn't find out until the next day because he hadn't gone to sleep. Um, sure, sure. So yeah, it it was awesome. Guy got saved, you know, got healed. Yeah, amazing. Um, and so the next day, um, okay. we go and we do ministry and we have a night meeting um, at night. Um, and Claudia, <laughs> yeah, Claudius shows up again, um, mm-hmm. but he had the same. He had that stomach. He had a night terror last night. He had a headache again. And so, you know, he asked if I could pray over him and just kind of give you a little bit on at least Claudius, the way that he presented himself a lot of times was head down, just like you could tell he was smaller in stature. People didn't really talk to him in the village. He was very much felt like the village outcast. People Mm -hmm. didn't really interact with him he kind of went on by himself and so um he was kind of in that same posture um start praying over healing and he starts you know throws his head back throws himself on the ground and just starts manifesting and like and so we're you know we're all going in and we're praying and you know we're asking for you know the demon to be cast out and peace and then finally like after a struggle like yeah yeah he comes to and he's himself again and you know um stomach goes away headache goes away you know praise the lord yeah um and so go back and you know he goes back and the night ends and then the next day you had a night meeting again and he's back same issues um and we're (laughs) i'm just kind of like and at this point actually i didn't i wasn't praying over him, I was praying over another person, but someone let me know because I've kind of been the one walking through. Um, but they, guy. yeah, Claudius, right. they're like, "Hey, Claudius is here again," and I'm like, mm-hmm. um, "Awesome, I'm I'm praying over someone." But he manifests again, you know, uh, kind of the same thing as the night before. It gets uh-huh. cast out. He's fine. Um, you know, we go to bed. It's the next day. So he comes back the third night. <laughs> so this is you know the fourth night basically that you know he you're starting with the soccer game then the two other nights and this is the fourth day he has the same issue and uh crispin came over and told me hey man your guy claudius is here again you know and at this point i'm a little bit frustrated i'm even just newer to this whole demonic and kind of you know casting out kind of thing and i go to beton right. um you know i asked beton i'm like you know what what should I do? And he's like, go take care of it. You're a minister of the gospel. Like you got this. And I was like, he's like, you got the Holy spirit in you. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do. Um, but I was so mad at this point. Um, just because I was really just mad at the devil because like, why are you tormenting this guy? And Holy spirit kind of just brought up like, you know, he's got the same Holy spirit that you do. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is definitely That's theologically <laughs> correct. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And so I go over to Claudius and I had other people praying with us. And I just really felt like the Lord was telling me, like, ask him to pray over himself. And so I kind of like, you know, we were just there and I just shared with him and I'm like, you know, it says in the word that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives within you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you told me that before. And I'm like, well, I also want you to know that there's no difference from the Holy Spirit that's inside of you, that's inside of me, that's inside of everyone that's, you know, here praying for you. Um, there's no white Holy Spirit or bigger Holy Spirit or, mm-hmm. you know, there's no different version. It's the same. It's the same spirit. And and I told him, like, and because of that, here's what we're going to do. We're not laying hands on you, um, but you're going to pray for yourself. We'll agree for you, agree with you um, in prayer and believe for your healing, Claudius, with you. But you're going to you're going to pray over yourself and you're going to watch yourself be healed. Cool. And so he prays over himself. Um, we agree with him. And he's like, I have no headache. I have no stomach pain. Like it's gone. And I'm like, praise the Lord, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so, you know, goes to bed and, you know, I see him the next day and we were doing kids ministry that day. Okay. And, and it was like a totally different person had awoken. I mean, he was walking straight, head up high, smiling from ear to ear over with the guys, just joking around. I'm like, who is this person? And, you know, Crispin comes over and tells me, he's like, Hey man, your, your buddy Claudius, he had, he has zero headache, zero pain. He didn't have any night terrors last night. And, and so like, yeah, he was healed. And, and I love sharing that testimony because it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's more than just, when we go out into the bush, it's more than just, you know, seeing people get saved, seeing the miracles, but it's also like teaching them that like, there is no difference between me and you. Like you do have that Holy spirit in you mm-hmm. and you can see the miraculous even in your own life. And he was really, I believe like identity was imparted to him. Like he now knew that he had authority and it completely changed how he even perceived himself, how he carried himself. And you know, I still yeah. believe to this day that he's walking in complete healing and knows that, you know, no longer having night terrors, no longer having stomach issues, no longer having head pain. And so, yeah, that's always one of the go-tos that I love oh, to yeah. share because it's just, it's so cool, you know? Right. Like you, like even, I don't know, I feel like I need to remind myself, like in a comparison game, I'm like, yeah. you can see like, you know, older men and women of faith, you're like, man, they are just warriors of the faith. And then it can feel like there's no way I have access to that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, actually, yeah, like you said, same Holy Spirit. And I was like, you have access to this. Yeah. You know, like it's through what Jesus has done, not through what we've done, you yeah. know? And so it's like telling Claudius, like, hey, you have, you have access to this. Like, you don't need the western missionary to come save you like it's the holy spirit that's that you have access to as well yeah and that's really the goal you know even i feel like as us as missionaries like is to hopefully work ourselves out of a job you know we go you know and we build up the church in that area we build up the the zambians that know their you know authority and their identity in christ and so that you know 
we never have to go to that village because someone like Claudius understood their authority and their identity and, right. you know, they're ministering to the people in their own area. I mean, that's the goal, not for us to come in, you know, save them. Show off. But we're some <laughs> like spiritual like, show-offs, right? Yeah, like like it's the ones, like we're the ones that actually save people. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know. Okay, so question. I would imagine, like, not everyone in America, like, has really an encounter with, like, a demon manifestation. I personally have really only seen that overseas. I mean, I know people who have seen that in the States. Yeah. But what would you, like, sit on it, like, an exhibition team member, you know, is coming over, and they're like, wow, this is my first time seeing, like, a, a demon-possessed person, you yeah. know, because I think the initial reaction is probably a lot of fear, like, I've never encountered this, like, what's going on? Like, how would you, I like diminish that fear? Like, like, what would you tell that new team member in that scenario? I would just remind them of the authority that they do carry. Like, listen, like Jesus has the keys to Hades. Like he yeah. conquered death. He, um, a lot of really only what the enemy can do now is try to instill fear and really just make a show that scares, but there's really no, bite it's more bark mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and so i would really just encourage them to like listen like you have you have authority because of jesus like yeah. you have nothing to be afraid of you know it they're not gonna like come and come in you and like yeah i mean like all right. the shows and the you know horror films that we see now like they really don't have any authority they're more afraid of you than you right. are probably them Right. You know, and so that's what I would just encourage them. And I think we complicate it too many times. Like, just pray for the person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just pray for. Let the Holy cast Spirit that out. <laughs> yeah, let the yeah, and and then I would just also remind them of you know I think this is a little bit down the line, but when it does go, it's about you know make walking them through like the baptism of the Holy Spirit, salvation, and knowing that if they don't understand their authority, they don't understand what's in them, or if they don't receive that, it's right. just going to keep com- coming back. Like we didn't actually, we just really just told them to go away. And that whole verse, you know, that Jesus talks about in the New Testament, Testament, you just tell one to go away and then he brings back all of his friends. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of coaching them through that. But yeah, really, I think the fear thing is something that like you kind of put it on you mentioned it like that's that's probably the biggest thing with dealing with this stuff honestly right oh um i remember being an amt and someone like what you said about a bark worse than his bite he was like guys it reminds me of scooby-doo this one time i was watching it like like scooby-doo was like in front of like this bed sheet and there was a light and like it was like when he was a puppy and so he's like this little puppy but in a, with the shadow in the spreadsheet, he looks like he's this massive, you know, hound, just like ready to devour whatever comes in his path. And when you look, it's like, oh, he's just a, it's just a puppy. Like we can tell. Yeah. And it's like, same thing with the devil, like all this show, all talk. And it's like, you, you literally legally have no authority here. Like yeah. you, you need to go in the name of Jesus. So. Yeah. And he has to flee. I mean, right. it's not, yeah, he doesn't have a choice. Right. 
So, okay, DJ, as you're um, going through this team building season in the States, if you were to, yeah, like, and, and challenge someone either to come on an expedition or even step out in faith in the U.S., what would kind of be like your, your nudge to people like, hey, come with me, like, what would, it, let's, I don't know, maybe your rally cry that you, that you, your that rally you cry. Someone. Oh, yeah. Putting you on the spot with that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it always really just comes down to like, we love because he first loved us. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, when I'm recruiting a lot, it's like, guys, like you've experienced God in a way that, you know, where he's poured his love, like remember when you were first saved and knowing that there are people out there, there are people in your community, there are people in these countries that we're going to that have not yet received that. And it's like, like you get to be the representation of Christ and Mm -hmm. like, but not only that, like we need you, you know, even though we're full-time missionaries, like our reach is only so far, you know, Um, the laborers are few and the harvest is plentiful. And the more that we can do together, um really it just ministers to you know the character of who jesus is and so that's a lot of the rallying cry of like come with us like yeah you're going to see a side of god that you've never seen before because you're going into a a culture that you've never been before a people that you've never seen before and to be able to be that ambassador of love like i mean there's nothing like it i mean and Zach, I know, you know, the feeling, but when you sit across from someone that like, you know, it's like their heart was longing for this the mm-hmm. whole time, you know, when they finally realized like, this is what my heart has been searching for. Um, yeah. It's just an incredible, it's almost intoxicating. And so, you know, like, you know, forget fear, forget, you know, even the fundraising, all, all that kind of stuff. Like ultimately, like you're going to tell people about the love of God and you're going to watch their lives be changed and it's going to change yours um, as well. And so that's a lot of like, Hey, come with us, come, you know, experience God in a way you've never had before. Come, you know, spread the love of God and see, you know, how it just impacts and change lives in a moment, you know? And so I don't know, that's kind of, that's the rallying Oh yeah. Cry. You know, love that has action. It's it's not right. just a feeling. It's not just it it it's a choice. It's an action. It drove Jesus to the cross. Um, you know, even in first John, you know, it says about, you know, laying down your life for your brother is like the one of the greatest act of love. And in a way, this is what we're doing. It's like, let's go, let's travel, mm-hmm. let's go out into the bush into what some people deem as dangerous. You know, um, those long drops, man, they can be dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah they can. Um, <laughs> but, but dude, um, I, I hear you like with this, we love because Christ first loved us. Yeah. Cause some, like a couple of weeks ago, I was chewing on of like, so like what, what got Isaiah, you know, and to, to raise his hand and say, here I am, send me, you know, when, he, when God asks who will go. And like the verses before that, you know, he is in the presence of the Lord, you know, and he's like, you know, you got your angel singing, holy, holy, holy. And 
Isaiah is like, woe is me. Like I'm, I'm ruined. Uh, I'm undone. And like, he just, yeah. he's just so aware of how he is not supposed to be there. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm screwed. Like I'm going to die. Yeah. And then the angel comes and says, your guilt is taken away. Your sin atoned for. Yeah. And like, after like, I'm so unworthy to then this understanding of like, you've, you've been forgiven. It's, it's taken care of. Yeah. And then the Lord asks, okay, like who will go? And so like from that understanding, like, okay, yeah, like I'll, I'll actually raise my hand. Here yeah. I am. So like we love because he first loved us. Yeah. You're literally compelled because it's like, God, you've done such an amazing thing for me that I never deserved mm-hmm. that like, it even feels like a small thing to just give your life mm-hmm. towards them. Like it's, 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 yeah. I mean, it's the easiest and, and hardest thing all the same time. Oh yeah. At the same time. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, that's the, that's why we do it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why we gave our lives to be full-time missionaries on the field. I mean, it, we all have those stories, mm-hmm. you know, no one twisted arm and been like, you know, you have to be a missionary. You have to like, you know, you have to, I think on even like right. going on some, some of the trips, I mean, it was God that orchestrated it. And he, you know, met me in such a way that it's like, God, I, I literally, because of your goodness, your holiness, and just everything you've done in my life and other people's lives. And the person that I got to minister, like, I don't see any other way to live the life. Right that you gave me first of all <laughs> right because it's not a i think i've had to learn it's not a religious thing of no. well if you really love jesus you would be going on a missions trip right now you know and like this yeah. manipulative guilt trip of like prove yourself but like it's actually not motivated by fear but by faith you know yeah. by by love and yeah. versus okay so so that i can earn god's love back i'll go on a trip but like since I've known the love, yes, I, I would want to go on a trip or to my neighbor across the street. Like, you know, it's, it's about the love. Come on. About love, you know, and that's how it also combats all of that, that fear. Mm -hmm. I mean, perfect love drives out all fear, you know, because if we really think about it in our flesh, going to another country, doing the COVID test, going to a place that we don't know the language, you know, camping out, you know, even going across to our neighbor and having an uncomfortable conversation, you know, if we were in our flesh, it's like, no way would I do that. That's so dumb. But mm-hmm. because of that love, we're able to conquer that fear. And it's just amazing. Yeah. We have a good God. He loves us. I second that. <laughs> cool. Well, DJ, that's, uh, that's all I have for you today. Do you have any, um, final thoughts or wisecracks you'd like to share with the audience before we head out <laughs> no i'm i'm good i don't want to make cool. a fool of myself <laughs> <laughs> cool dj thanks for being here tuning in over zoom out in pittsburgh um thanks for having me yeah all right folks thanks for listening have a good one